Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello again and welcome to Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy. I'm your host, certified sex therapist Lori Watson, author of Wanting Sex Again, and blogger at Psychology Today and WebMD. And I have with me Dr. Adam Matthews, my co-host, who's a couples therapist, psychotherapist, and president of NCAMFT. Foreplay is dedicated to helping couples keep it hot. Each episode, we cover an aspect of sex that impacts your sex life and something that you can relate to. So if you find our discussions helpful, please give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. We would love it if you would tell a friend about us. You can find us also on the web at foreplayrst.com. And if you have a comment or a topic that you'd like us to talk about, we'd love to hear from you. Please send them to us at info at foreplayrst.com. Thanks for listening. Now on to today's topic. Adam. We're going to talk about something really dicey today. I don't... You keep doing this to me. You get me, you get me into the recording closet, and then you trap me with these issues <laughs> right. that are going to get me in a bunch of trouble. Yeah, Lori. we're going to talk about weight, sex, and marriage today. For the record, I just did 10 squats in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Try to lift all droopy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if I can... T- I don't even know if I want to touch a piece of what you just said. <laughs> I know. Okay. No, no, Really, actually, I've been trying to do squats to like manage blood sugar, you know, like yeah. because when you eat carbohydrate, your blood sugar goes up. And so I, I heard this theory that says, you know, if you do squats, basically you should do them before you eat and then like 90 minutes after you eat. And Adam graciously just brought me lattes to, to drink, which have a ton of milk sugar in them. So yeah. I was hoping to do that. But that okay, goes gotcha. along with our topic, right? Like yeah. weight, sex and marriage. This is, and this is just listen, like. Let's just get that out there. Like, this is a difficult, difficult topic. It's dicey. It's dicey because it definitely plays a part in relationships, whether it's male or female Mm -hmm. that have, you know, weight struggles. Yeah. But we also want to have this conversation where it's like it's not – that's not the only thing that is happening or that we're not blaming the person that has gained weight on all the issues in the relationship or not talking about it in a shaming way. 
Um, we want to be careful that we're not, it's not a shaming conversation. Sure. Um, even between us, like sure. we don't want that to come across either because those things happen, right? There's lots of, th- there's lots of factors that go into it, but it does present something that needs, probably needs to be talked about in relationships when it becomes an issue. It doesn't, I, I don't, I mean, today I'm not going to suggest people have this conversation, yeah. I think let's just think about it together and, and maybe all together. And yeah. and by the way, we're going to be taking callers soon, you know, to call in and talk about issues. Or if you have something that we've said that you want to take issue with, we would love to hear from you and discuss with you on a call-in segment, you know, ideas that you have, questions that you have. But anyway, for this one, you know, when I was first married, I read this book. I was in my program and it was called Wait, Sex, and Marriage by Richard Stewart. It's an old book, and it has some old ideas about sort of what was sociologically going on at the time. I mean, at this moment, I think he says 41% of the women were stay-at-home wives. And it was like, that. that is not today's culture. But he did talk about one of the reasons for the seeming weight gain was, you know, if you're a housewife, it's such an unappreciated kind of position. And I, I would translate that sort of in a more modern day way of thinking about is if you're a mommy. It's a less appreciated position. I think in our culture, you're not getting paid. You're not getting recognition. You don't get promotions. Mm-hmm. Uh, many times your partner is preoccupied in terms of what they're doing at their work. You know, and I, I know both parties are, I think, really important in terms of maintaining a family and a household. But so much the time, you know, um, I remember the pediatrician saying, talking about the mommy diet, which was at that time McDonald's and cookies. Mm. You know, I mean, I think you're at home with the kids and there is this sense of loneliness, boredom. Maybe you're finishing what is on your child's plate. And and this is not, I don't mean to be uh, gender specific because we know dads stay at home too. But kind of in this first part of the segment, we thought we would talk about female weight gain and sex and marriage. Mm. And the second part of the segment, we talk about male weight gain and Mm. sex and marriage. But I I do think, you know, remembering the times and seasons when I was a stay-at-home mom, just the, you know, kind of the sense of your your, your body even is given over to the children. I mean, Mm. it's sometimes hard to feel like it belongs to yourself. And so there, there can be this thing of just, you know, eating is a way to fill up when you're feeling kind of empty, yeah. like you've given too much. And you feel, is it, does it become a way to feel an emotional need at that point? Yeah, I think so. I think being a mother in my experience, and I know being a father too, is, you know, you get tapped out. And so it's a way to take something in. But, and then it impacts, right? Because... Your body changes and, you know, the way you you are relating with your partner, whether it's out of shame, it's like, oh, I can't come near you because I don't feel good about the way I look. Or your partner begins to feel rejecting or less flirtatious, Mm -hmm. less sexual around you. Sometimes that ironically leads to this chronic kind of pattern. Well, Mm -hmm. my partner is not being that sexual with me, so I don't feel that much of a need to step it up. And vice versa. You know, the partner may be thinking, well, you're letting yourself go. And that means you don't care about me. So my sexual energy doesn't come close to you as much. So they get caught in a a really vicious cycle. I think so. And I mean, it it doesn't have to be all about the mommy stay-at-home game. I mean, there's other reasons that that happens too. Well, Um, because that's not the only stressor um, that a woman is going to face. Right. Right. And even 
you know, updating. She may be a mommy, but then she also may have to work as well, part-time. Yeah, most um, most of us are. <laughs> yeah, you know, and so she, like, so there's there's that stressor, you know, let alone that other life stuff happens. Mm-hmm. Any kind of crisis, any kind of relationship. I mean, I think moms that stay at home, at home often end up pulling away from uh, friendships as well. And uh, so there's just a ton of stuff that just happens. Um, yeah, it can be that really, becomes really stressful, really right? lonely to yeah. be at home. I, I remember when I stayed home with my children for a few years, my thought was I'm going to be joining all my girlfriends who are staying at home with their small children. But their kids were involved in other things. I mean, it wasn't this ready-made deal, Yeah, you know, like I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, a lot of um, clients that I have when they talk about this, the challenge of this is that there's a loss of a sense of identity. Mm-hmm. Um, of who they were, especially before they had kids. And so it seems that weight gain then could also be associated with a loss, that loss of identity, but also a loss of body identity as well. Yeah. That feels really confusing. I, I think it's really hard for a man to imagine in some ways just how physical it feels mm-hmm. to be a mother. You know, mm-hmm. you're nursing. You're holding, you're carrying a baby in pregnancy. And, I mean, all of that is very physical. And, I mean, I, I don't know. It's Yeah, well, I mean, it's all it's happening all the time. My wife told me last night, like, our, our one-and-a-half-year-old son, who they call at um, church, call Little Bruiser because he just, he just jumps <laughs> oh. on all the other, other, other little kids because <laughs> he likes to wrestle. We, we wrestle, uh-huh. and he's the third child. So his sister's, like, following him all the time. So he thinks it's awesome. So he's doing that with my wife at home last night, just, like, jumping on her, literally, like, climbing up onto the couch from a high position and just launching himself at her. Yeah. All right? And she, after four or five times of this, she's like, she says, no wonder I don't want to be touched at the end of a day. I know. <laughs> like, well, of course. Yeah. I know. Like, and seeing that actually happen, like, and how much he does that throughout the day that it's just nonstop like yeah. it makes total it makes total sense and i would say to the young mothers out there it's like definitely take time for yourself mm-hmm. you know find a way to have some autonomy time i mean to me i, I remember my husband saying to me when we were young this is going to make him sound really bad sorry honey but you know he was like well i'm going to go to the gym you know early in the morning i'm going to take this karate class which meant mm-hmm. i had to get up You know, I I was the sole caretaker for the children in the morning. And what I didn't say at that point is that's fine, but get home by six so that I can go to the gym and go to my class. Mm -hmm. You know, I was very caught in kind of the the roles of I can't leave the children. I felt a lot of stress about that, you know, to take autonomy. I was jealous Mm -hmm. of my husband's autonomy, but I didn't have the sense of freedom to take my own autonomy and kind of take care of myself. So I would say take care of yourself. So that self-care goes out the window. Yeah. So reclaiming some of that. I I also think, you know, sometimes the weight gain, and this is what Stuart brings up, is about not being as attractive. Not that you don't want to be attractive to your partner, but actually it's a a way to not be attractive to others. Hmm. For some people, it's like, okay, I'm married now. I have to be faithful. I don't know how to deal with this attention from other men. And so, you know, it's unconscious. Mm. It's self-protective? Yeah, it's self-protective from the attention of other men, mm. you know, the, the gain. And and I would say sometimes, you know, the weight gain is not about your partner. Mm. I mean, there's internal – weight gain is so complex. And, you know, Stuart wrote this like 40 years ago, 
And now, I mean, the food industry is enormous, right? Fat, sugar, and salt combinations. I mean, they are devoting billions of dollars on food and to make it addictive. And I mean, it is, weight is a very complicated issue. I think one of the things I read was that men who stay out of it in terms of their wives gaining weight or not, uh, in terms of trying to certainly trying to monitor their food intake or make comments about it, the women often lose weight because it's more autonomous than the ones who get engaged in a power struggle with their partners about it. Like, yeah. what are you, what are you going to? Why are you eating that? You shouldn't eat that. You know. I think that's. I think that is hard for men in particular sometimes to know how to how to stay i mean i agree that they should stay out of it don't mm-hmm. talk about it don't comment on it but i think that's hard for men to hear because they see it as such a challenge to their their the their relationship sexual attraction yep, it's, they just, uh-huh. they see it as a challenge to their Ooh, attraction to yeah. their to their wives and so how they are able to stay out of it and still be sexually fulfilled and still still mm-hmm. feel attracted to their spouse mm-hmm. that becomes a a challenge for uh, for men to know how to act and how to move in that situation. Because basically what you're telling them is don't try to solve the problem. I mean, it is so hard, right? Because if if they're starting to lose attraction based on that, you know, how do you talk about that? Mm-hmm. I, I think it is so – it's certainly not about nagging over what bite goes into her mouth. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that he could maybe set a pitch for healthy nutrition and a more active lifestyle – but that, I mean, on a day-to-day basis, maybe that pales in terms of, okay, but I really like my sexy wife's body. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a, a guy who said to his wife when we were young, and I talked about it with some girlfriends, and he said um, she was thin and beautiful, and he said, you know, I love your body. I love love it the way it is. You know, please, mm-hmm. please stay in shape, which is different than please get in shape, I suppose. Was he doing that before she gained weight? She had lost weight, and he was just remarking. He was essentially encouraging her. Yeah, well, that's different. That's different, right? Than yeah. talking about that with her. The problem when, with the weight when she's when she's have a little more weight. Yeah. But I, I think talking about it before that happens might be one of the things. Talking about how they want to commit to each other to be healthy. Yes. In the relationship, and that talking that's a much different conversation than um, yes. when somebody's feeling bad about themselves, right? Right. Okay, so we are not anywhere near this subject, and we're at our break. Okay, you're listening to Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy with sex therapist Lori Watson and Dr. Adam Matthews, and we don't have a clue yet how to solve sex, weight, and marriage. We'll be right back. Wanting sex again. How to rediscover desire and heal a sexless marriage by certified sex therapist, Lori Watson. Each chapter is designed to fix one of the problems that cause low libido, from early marriage, through the childbearing years, even all the way through menopause. I've also had men read it and tell me that for them, it was the most hopeful thing they read about resolving sexual problems. Look for Wanting Sex Again on Amazon.com. You can also talk to Lori Watson for therapy in person or via Skype. I offer couples counseling and sex therapy, and I think about both aspects of the relationship, emotional intimacy and sexual technique and that combination together helps marriages be happy weekend couples intensives are also offered improve your sex and improve your relationship with awakening center for couples and intimacy find out more at awakenloveandsex.com awaken what's possible 
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. It is one of my great joys in life to be able to really help individuals and couples find strength in their relationships and really find hope again. Licensed marriage and family therapist, Dr. Adam Matthews from Matthews Counseling. I work with a wide variety of issues, including depression and anxiety, marital issues, issues with adolescence. I believe that therapy should be designed around you, that it should be personalized to who you are and to your unique situation. Therapy is available in office, online, and by phone. I want therapy to be comfortable for everyone. At our office, you'll find that we sit around a fireplace in deep, comfortable chairs, look at the problem differently, and offer practical solutions for you to take home and utilize outside of the therapy room. Schedule today and rediscover hope. You can find me on the web at matthewscounseling.net. Matthews with one T. You can contact us through email or phone and find a lot of resources on our website, matthewscounseling.net. We are back with Four Play Radio Sex Therapy, and Adam has a, a really good thing to say here about weight, sex, and marriage. Uh, yeah. <laughs> since we left you yeah. hopeless, um, well, I love I love your I love your setups. <laughs> so, <laughs> sometimes you I basically just said Adam is going to solve your problems yes, for yes. you. Call Adam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, listen, these are just suggestions. This is a tough issue. Okay. And so, but I think one of the things you talked about before was identifying what the emotional need that food is filling in mm-hmm. somebody's life. Mm-hmm. Right. right. There are tons of ways that people gain weight that have nothing to do with food that have to do with chronic illness and stuff like that. And so this is a little bit different. Okay. Um, but we're, we're talking about what the food is meeting, what the need the food is meeting um, in your partner's life. And right, I think because overeating is about a need, right? right? It's not about hunger. I have a relative, I won't even say who it is, but I have a relative who talks to me and sort of is trying to build a relationship with me and says, and, and we've talked about food, and he says, you know, I eat because I like food, but he's overweight. And so if it's overeating, it's not just because you like the taste of something, right? Because you're eating past hunger, past, mm-hmm. you know, brownies. Yeah, I could eat the whole pan, but honestly, the first brownie tastes really good and the third brownie not so good and the fifth brownie, you know, you're stuffing it in, right? It's yeah. like it isn't about taste. So, yeah, I mean, okay. I think everybody likes the taste of food. So I think when you're talking about men on their side when their partner is gaining weight, you know, because we, we've talked about you don't talk about it. You don't talk about the weight. You don't talk about it in terms of, of monitoring eating or 
getting angry when she doesn't go to the gym or anything like that. Sure. I think my suggestion is to really try to meet the emotional need that is not being met. Right. right? Trying to discern yeah, what being, the food is in place of. Yeah. Being connected enough to your partner to know, okay, she's really lonely throughout the day and doesn't have adult contact. All mm-hmm. right. So maybe that's giving her a night off and saying, go, go be with your friends. Take, mm-hmm. you know, organize, organize a girl's night and go. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that's I, and I um, would say uh, plead that it's oftentimes she's lonely for him I mean so date nights yeah date nights together it, yeah or if you're coming home from from work I mean you have to have something left over for your you know stay at home partner and sort of ask about their day and be interested mm-hmm. and like have something emotional to give them because they have they're tapped out you know doing it with the children right yeah yeah, then so yeah, so that's time with her. That's paying attention to her. Yeah, um, you know, really um, complimenting her. How, whatever her love language is that you can kind of plug into and really focus your energy on that. Mm-hmm. Because I think what, like we said, like if there's weight, everybody knows when they've gained weight. Oh my god! Like gosh. everybody knows yeah. when it's a problem and they feel they feel bad enough about it. Right. And we have to give each other the space to the, solve that problem for ourselves. They don't need criticism. Yeah. Criticism doesn't help. And, and they often do need sex. I mean, mm. it, this is a problem, right? If if he's not attracted to her and he's withdrawing sexually because he just doesn't want to, you know, be as close sexually, sometimes food is a sensual pleasure. So if she's not getting enough sexual pleasure, yeah. enough orgasms, enough touching, it's like she's going to reach further for food. Yeah. It's really a, a bad cycle. Yeah, and so breaking that cycle, meeting her emotional and physical needs, and focusing on that is going to go a lot further than being critical. Yeah. So I want to turn the tables and talk about men who have gained weight in the marriage and how that can be a turnoff for so many women. And and I think that the difference between when Stuart wrote and when some of the other writers that I read this week about it have written is – you know, there has been kind of a paradigm shift in terms of expectations about how men should look as well. I mean, yeah, absolutely. in the last 30 years, the standards have gone way up in terms of men being fit and it not being OK for a man to be kind of dumpy or to let himself go in marriage. Yeah. Well, and I think that, again, I think men know that as well. Like mm-hmm. I think they feel that pressure. And I think the the biggest part of that is just, you know, I don't what would you say is the expectation because I think I would say that the biggest expectation is that they have a flat cut. Mm-hmm. They have a flat belly. Mm-hmm. Would you would you agree with that? I, I would say that yes. Okay. A flat belly is probably what I hear the most from women. Yeah. I do still think that you know men have some advantage in this way because they have more testosterone so they can build muscle which you know increases metabolism and I think a lot of women are attracted to large shoulders and arms. You know, mm-hmm. so like that looks really masculine. So if he's not doesn't have a totally flat stomach, you know, he can still be physically very attractive. Whereas women, you know, it's the waist, right? Yeah. I mean, she has to be thin to be as physically attractive. Well, but I, and I think that stereotypes are there for a reason. But I think men are at a, at advantage, which is, is why I kind of maybe find it harder to talk about their side of it because they tend to be able to lose weight much easier and much quicker Mm -hmm. um, than women do, especially when you factor in childbirth. Yeah. And the the hormonal changes. And the hormonal changes. But as, as we 
get older, like, I mean, for everybody, it's harder to lose weight as we get older. And so that it can decrease. You old thing, you. Hey, I'm almost 40. <laughs> about a year and a half. I don't know, 40, is 40, 40 is not considered old anymore, though, right? That is not. 40 is, not is the new 20. 40 is the new 20. That's all right. I want my 60 is the new 40. I, I want my 20 year old knees back there. Yeah, if that's, exactly. If that's the case. Exactly. Um, no, I, but I think that there are a lot of women who tell me. You know, I am not as attracted to him because he's let himself go. Mm. And it's just so painful. I mean, I think either way, when the gender feels it, they feel very trapped, right? Oh, my mm. gosh. I, You know, I'm in a committed, faithful relationship with you, and I'm losing that sense of attraction. Mm. So I just – I think that's really hard. I, I would say more women than men don't care as much. I mean, that there are other things that are sexual and sexy about a man, yeah. you know. The way he moves, the way he cares, the way he touches, you know, basic hygiene accepted, right? I mean, he's got to have basic dental and clean. Yeah, I would say say maybe one of the differences, Lori, that we could talk about, too, is that I think for a lot of men, especially men I see that are are in that, have gained a lot of weight, um, Mm -hmm. they're often in a dynamic where they feel either – Really, uh, not respected mm-hmm. um, for their position as uh, as as a man, mm-hmm. or they're failing in some area. They feel they are failing in some area. So, in a lot of with a lot of couples too, it's it's like they have not been able to. Uh, they don't feel like they're satisfying her sexually. They don't feel like they are living up to some kind of cultural obligation for for manhood. They don't feel successful at their job. Mm-hmm. Um, um, a lot of times, maybe they are. They do feel really nagged and criticized mm-hmm. um, by their partner. Um, I, I would probably say those are some reasons, but weight gain is overdetermined in my mind. I mean, mm-hmm. there are childhood issues. There's feelings inside that you know cause people to overeat. Sure. I mean, there's a ton of reasons that overeating happens. So I don't know that it's particularly just those. I mean, I, I'm thinking no, of men I know who are overweight and. Some of those are not true for them. Hmm. But I think that there is maybe once you get to that point, there's a feeling of lack of confidence. There's a feeling of lack of manliness, of lack of sexual attractiveness that adds to the desire to eat because it's like, you know, they then they feel like they're they're losing or they're I mean, there's so many problems. Yeah, um, I, I think I was pointing to that more as why they stay stuck in that cycle. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. Why they yes. that cycle that we were talking about that they stay stuck in because those those things perpetually keep them from even trying. Yeah, and maybe that's true for for women as well that they Absolutely. they get stuck that Absolutely. because they're stuck in that cycle and it, neither one makes the effort or says it's a I can try to for, to make this. Right. And a lot of women are visually oriented. I mean, mm-hmm. I know women out there who who now. And probably always have just they are attracted with their eyes, and I think they need validation for that. They want to be validated, like that's an okay thing that they're not somehow or another selfish because they can't overlook that right. and feel as sexual. I mean, I I think it's easier to talk to men about it for some reason in my practice. Like, buddy, lose the weight, you'll have more sex. I mean, it's like you know, there's just more motivation. Mm. You know, whereas telling a woman lose the weight, you'll have more sex, isn't necessarily motivation, right? Yeah, it doesn't always feel as personal for men sometimes as it does for women. I agree. Is that really true? I agree because it seems to go very much to her identity a lot, and we yeah. talked about unless 
it's a problem for men. I mean, I don't think they're happy about it. I don't think they feel good about themselves. Right. But it's not their primary identity uh-huh. uh, or source of identity for mm-hmm. themselves, as, right. as it seems like being in good shape. Right. For I, a woman I see men more identified with their, their work mm-hmm. and women more identified with their bodies. Yeah. Like their value is in how they look, the object of desire. And it seems like males more feel that their value is in what they provide. And I, I know it's that's, stereotypical. No, it is stereotypical. But that's what I was pointing at, that I, that I mean, I think if you're a man in, in a relationship with a woman who has gained weight and that's a problem for you, not losing your ability to communicate her value to you mm-hmm. becomes paramount to, mm-hmm. to what you do there. Yes. If you're a woman in a relationship with a man who is overweight, not losing your respect for him and your ability to affirm his ability to his work mm-hmm. and his identity, what he does, his purpose mm-hmm. um, seems to be the move that, that then you would make as well. And that's that's the I think that's the distinction. Maybe I'm trying to get mm-hmm. at it. I don't know if I'm saying that very well mm-hmm. um, that I see is the difference between. Uh, men and women when they're in these these situations. I, I would say if the guy is the one who's overweight, also insisting for him to take time for himself. Like, mm-hmm. look at, you know, I know you're working hard, and yeah. but, you, you know, you're not going to be around. You're not going to be around for us. At least playing to health. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, I just have to insist that you take an hour off to exercise. You know, like, we have to exercise for an hour or you have to go. Like, when you come home, get on the elliptical machine for an hour or something because, mm. honey, I don't want to lose you, you mm. know, and and I'm going to. Yeah. I'm going to lose you early if, you know, at this weight. Yeah. Uh, and guys, remember, too, erections lost. If you're 40 and you're carrying 10 pounds in your I belly, mean, you have five years of er- erectile power. I mean, it is it is very short window here. Yeah. So... All right. That's. I mean, that's you just you, okay. you ended, you ended on just, the best motivation <laughs> for all the men out there. We've said right. it before. We could say it again. Lose yeah. the belly fat. But, get your erection back. But it's a complicated issue, and we so. know that. And we probably need to do another podcast and figure this out with you. We'd love to have a caller. You're listening to Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy with your sex therapist Lori Watson and Dr. Adam Matthews, our couples therapist. Thanks for listening. Hey, help us stay on top here at Foreplay. We'd love it if you would subscribe and share it with your friends. And please take one sec and rate and review us. Thanks so much.